0: And I feel that is the She's trading her MG for a white Chrysler LaBearan. I want a girl with the short skirt and a long jacket.
1: That's tomorrow. That is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live!
0: Fuck it.
2: Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks!
1: Wrecked and stresses bogging me down. If my heart is a compass, why is it so reckless? Following it, I know I'm starting to drown. So I'll
0: set sail till I find all the pieces.
2: Welcome back to WOTW 99.3, The Breakup, where it's not us, it's you. Uh, I'm your co-host, they call me Woody, and with me, as always, L.A. Ian. Hello. How we doing? Doing great. And, uh, of, co- of course, uh, the one, the only, Smeagel38, a.k.a. Producer Pete, a.k.a. Mongerman himself. This is Mongerman38 little FKAs is too in there. I keep forgetting about that. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, we would have, uh, had, had an episode last week up, but then, uh, Craig let us down. Audio failed. Uh, so, so yeah, we had to let, we had to let True. Craig go, uh, we, on a, on a one episode test run and he, uh, pretty much did the equivalent of bombing <laughs> the interview, but, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, we'll try to go a little recap of last week, what we talked about that none of you know that we talked about. And then, uh fold into this but ian how's uh how's la now that um it's starting to warm mm-hmm. up a little bit hitting the beach still or i
1: never got cold so not really any warming going on uh i haven't hit the beach in a while honestly just for random reasons a lot of laziness other house apartment reasons um but we just got a new book in the mail today so i gotta start reading that finish that as soon as i can we can talk about that later um so I will be hitting the beach probably next week. Probably pretty hard. Got to get my reading game back on. Um, otherwise.
3: What kind of reading?
1: Uh, Well, prior to this new book I bought, it was, uh, I read the book, The Woman in the Window. Very good book. Highly recommend. I think it's a movie now. Uh, it's more of a, a thriller mystery. It was really good. Like, that was the first book I, like, read cover to cover for like myself in probably 10 years um dude it was great it was actually great i was very very pleasantly surprised i probably finished that maybe like a month ago maybe now um
3: wait is that the one where they just made a movie it's about like a a lady who s- sees her neighbor getting murdered yeah yeah yeah, across yeah. The street. yeah 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 with I, amy adams i think i don't it's...
1: know who the actress is but that's the lady? that's the movie
3: a movie came out last year, yeah. I think, or it would, two dude, years the book, ago. Maybe. I
1: haven't seen it, but the book was really good. There were literally points where I was on the beach where I would just said, "What the fuck!" Like it was. There were points where I was like, "Holy shit!" Reading is crazy. But we just got a new book. I mean, there's not going to be any video to this, I doubt. But if there is, "Keys to Commercial Acting,"
2: ooh, by Stuart Stone. I'm a yeah, big Stuart are, Stone yeah like uh, We're
1: learning. We're dissecting, we're learning, we're trying to get better. So this is one of the books that are on my list. So I will finish this one and then I'll buy another one. Cause we're going to,
3: I have a recommendation for okay, you all right. for a, a thriller. Do it. Have you, have you read or seen the movie gone girl?
0: Mm-mm.
3: I have not. You should read that book. Gone Girl. Okay.
1: Noted. Put that down in my notes.
3: It's a nice
2: little book list for you. Um, What do you think the book was that you read prior to uh, the woman in the window? What was the last book you read before that?
1: Cover to cover. I mean, it was for school, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was, um, the original Frankenstein book by, um, Mary
0: Mary something. something. Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: Mary Shelley or something like that. Yeah. I think that sounds right. Um,
1: I actually really liked that book. Uh, I had to read it for, like, um, creative lit. And I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed that book. Um, Probably would never have picked it up if I didn't have to read it for the class. But I don't know, I, I think part of the reason why I liked it was because we had to find a lot of motifs and stuff. And I was actually like, for whatever reason, I was like picking up on stuff that I normally wouldn't really ever pay attention to. I enjoyed that book before that. um, I honestly don't remember. Uh, Oh, it was like in junior high. It was a, I don't remember the Gregor something where he like falls down a vent and he's like in the center of the earth, and their bats and things are really big. And he's an overlander. That was like a you know, more like a good junior high kids
3: book. I have no idea yeah. what that is.
1: I don't expect you to. I'm just impressed
2: that you remembered that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you a single book we read in middle school. Gregor the
1: Overlander. That's the book the name. I read it for fun, like at home. Like I didn't read it for school. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so I finished that reading book. I'm going to start reading this. Um, So I got to go back to the beach. Otherwise, um, not a whole lot going on. Got paid again. All right. So we got paid again a week ago today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out of freaking nowhere. All right.
2: Just just woke up, looked at the bank account, and you're like, Honestly,
1: it was kind of like that. So I was – last Friday I had an audition self-tape due. So I was in the process of uploading it to get the transfer link for it to send to the place um and as i was doing that i get an email notification from my agent um and it's like a payment slip or whatever like a pay stub um and then all of a sudden like multiple of them come in and i'm thinking it's some sort of like you know error right miss like like it, it sent seven times and it didn't mean to send seven times but then I started looking at the pay stubs, and they were all different, and they were for different amounts, and they were for different reasons. And I immediately checked my bank account and shed a single tear of joy because that was a great <laughs> feeling. Money.
2: Do we no longer have to sell Pokemon Correct. cards? Correct. We now. don't have
1: to sell Pokemon cards. Uh, we have. That,
2: I'm, I'm I'm personally a little bummed at that, but I'm yeah, sure you're thrilled. It uh,
1: came out of freaking nowhere right when I needed it,
3: dude uh wait how much money are we talking
1: like 7k
3: damn wait from just the royalties yeah. or
1: whatever so like
3: holy shit!
1: i think right now i've netted 8.1 from it um
2: working actor like, are you no, a part of say? i
1: got i have okay. a letter i got an invitation to join
3: I think you should. They, they do. have benefits. It's um, a work or an actors union. Yeah. Or what Screen is actors that? guild.
2: Screen actors guild.
1: Um, yeah. I'm thinking I don't join right now because once I join, I can't do a lot of stuff. I can only do SAG roles and uh, productions yep. that are looking for, that are willing to pay SAG this, uh, stuff. Um, so I'm not going to join right now. I will, you know, eventually, right? This is me being optimistic that I get a lot better and start getting. Roles more consistently on like a schedule I'm probably aware of, Um I probably end up will, cause you know it's, it'd be fucking badass. Yeah, I joined SAG, uh, but like right now it doesn't make sense because I can still make SAG money, or like like this Pepsi one was technically a SAG role, right? Or, or it qualified as one because that was the pay scale or whatever. But uh, but then I can't do non-union stuff, you know? Yeah. So. It's makes a little sense. hindering for me right now since I'm freaking a ant in the biggest freaking market in the world. Eh, Bollywood's probably bigger, but <laughs> eh.
2: but yeah. So that ah uh, ah uh, probably not. Probably not. I mean, we don't have like actors from all over the world in Bollywood. True. It's just that right, one country.
0: Yeah, but
1: so yeah, that happened last but, week after yeah. the pod. So that's something new. Um. Otherwise it's just been a pretty chill week. Uh, I have not done a lot been doing, um, making moves for the little side hustle, but I'm trying to build, try to turn it into the main hustle and then scale that. So then I don't have to work and I just have other people do it. That would be the goal. Hmm. But, so I did some stuff with that all day yesterday. Pretty close to finishing that stuff up website, Gmail, um, calendar bo- or like appointment booking stuff they can do all that jazz um do a little bit more tonight. night otherwise
3: is big d gonna be your first professional you're gonna contact yeah
1: him and david
3: have you talked to either of them not about yet i'm in?
1: gonna wait until i have anything set up and then i will outreach and pitch
3: you know Oh, sorry to. Oh no, you I was just saying. Nelly's just set up the Instagram. Page. I know.
1: I was gonna go for them, too. David for uh, Nelly's because they want to get that name out there, uh, and then River Valley stuff because gyms aren't doing so hot right now, and I know they're open, or at least to get people to go to their Facebook page and watch the live streams. I don't know. Just more of like it doesn't hurt them to do it, right? I mean, it doesn't hurt them. And so if I can do, if I can learn the ropes, do a good job, get a testimonial out of them, that will be, that's like above and beyond, you know, you, you know, if you go to a business and you're like, Oh, I have a testimonial from two other businesses that say I did a good job. Hmm. bands.
3: You know, I have Not an really LLC in. too. Now, how much weight do you think my recommendation would carry?
1: <laughs> Any recommendation is going to carry. <laughs> if anything it shows If anything, it shows uh like uh well what's the word i'm looking for um like that i'm able to work range. in a broad range of businesses and do the same thing you know so and we do so
3: i'll definitely talk to a kemi too to see if she she'd be interested in letting you yeah manage an ad or two
1: yeah let me know i'll do it for free i mean i'm not really looking at anything but uh
3: Experience
1: so. So I did that.
3: Yeah.
2: What's uh? Oh, sorry. What what's, you say? Uh, let's dive. Let's dive in. No. Let's say. Let's dive into that a little bit and explain a little bit first. I would say first, though, I think it's important to like, throw like identify, like from the top that, like I think that's like a big part of like why we started mm-hmm. doing this podcast, where it's like 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 when you mentioned like oh I got paid like seven grand right, it's it's not like a, I think we have this weird like societal stigma. That's like, you you know, pretty negative that like we don't talk about how much we make. That's bragging. There's people that are less fortunate about like whatever. But also too, like when we miss out on that, we also lose out on that, like understanding of how things work. And I think that we need to do a better job at saying, you know what? No, here's what it actually is. Here's somebody who did it in my position. Here's exactly what the details are and not say it. And I don't think you were. And I think this is why I kind of like wanted to bring it up is like, as we talk about, uh as I drop the name here uh Superbia Capital going oh. forward where it's like hey like when we talk about these things it's important to know because otherwise you just go into this thing having no idea and then like you, there's just a greater chance you're gonna be either disappointed or not have like the amount of like actual effort and work that is needed because again you just didn't plan for it not knowing that like hey there's these opportunities out here that pay seven grand for a Pepsi commercial. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe I'll look at more commercials that. It's like if you don't know it pays that, you might be like I don't want to do commercials. Those probably don't make any money. It's like so we yeah. need to know and have some of that like actual like tangible True. data. But uh yeah, what is a uh, tell me what more what is Superbia capital and okay. like, what are you trying so, to do with it? So,
1: well, one I want to touch on the point of like it's good to cuz one thing like th- that was the whole point, right, of this is to like be able to look back and look at milestones. So and like I don't like bringing up money and stuff because yeah like you said i mean we think it's kind of weird but like for me just making that 7k right there that was that's huge right now I mean, that, mm-hmm. I mean i put enough away so i don't have to you know think about rent on my lease anymore right so like i mean it's huge and so like we're gonna send a, yeah i'll say that now So last week i got paid and um anyway suburbia capital is i'm trying to scale or i'm trying to create like a agency right um, that does like ad management and lead gen with Facebook ads. And I guess Instagram ads too, since Facebook owns Instagram and you can, you can do both. And I basically got this idea from Twitter because I found money Twitter, right? So this small niche of guys on Twitter that, you know, they basically are just showing what they're doing and they're, a lot of these guys are teaching you how to do it too. They're like, this is literally what I did. And I mean, they're not even charging a lot for this course. I paid 50 bucks for this course and it literally outlines a lot of what you need to do. And then you just have to go out and do it and do it for six months and then start getting really good results, depending on how much work you put in, or maybe get results sooner. Like, like they've been saying, like the harder you work, the faster you'll get results and stuff. But, um, so what the, the business model is cold outreach to small businesses who are either not doing Facebook ads at all or not doing any sort of advertising and then just be like, Hey, well, I'll run ads. I'll get you outreach or I'll get, you know, whatever you want your ad to be, depending on, you know, the business, right. It's all catered to whatever business it is. We run those ads on Facebook, get people to click on them, you know, and then turn that into, you know, uh, uh what's the word, um, not ROI, it's a uh, conversion rate, right? some sort of conversion rate get you get them more clients through like lead generation whether that's like a construction company getting them you know three clients in a month well that if each client averages like two thousand dollars that's an extra 6k they they just made and if they're a small business i mean paying some dude a thousand dollars a month to get you know five extra k a month i mean that's ridiculous roi you know so that's the business model is just cold outreach start running ads for companies and then you can just start scaling that like crazy if you want to. Um, so yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and I mean, might as well try it, you know, but I'm actually going to yeah. try I mean, this is like, this is something that I actually have to do cause I don't really want a nine to five ever It'd be great to just like do this and scale it to the point where, you know, I hire a team. Like, even if it's like three people, one person does cold outreach, one person does ad gen, and another person does uh, sales, gets them on the phone, sells it, and scale it up to 10, 20, 30 businesses a month. I don't know. The sky's the limit.
3: One of my homies from Berkeley is an expert phone salesman. Is he really? Yeah. He hell yeah dude he was telling me how before he came to berkeley um i think he kind of spent a year after high school not in college and he was working at a male enhancement <laughs> supplement company and he said he was the highest seller that worked there Ooh, so he's just uh he's and a legend he had like 150 co-worker other sales people and he was just crushing and he sold it sold the most
1: yeah. well dude if I'm able to ever scale this dude I might have to uh, hit him up I might have to ask for that contact info have him be a
3: he might be kind of burnt out though because he said he got a really guilty conscience doing it like pretty much tricking these so this is
1: right, well, he, he's DD not going to be tricking anybody because to... I mean there isn't gonna... <laughs> he's not going to be freaking <laughs> tricking anybody <laughs> dude that's what I'm trying to get like so yeah that's what Supervi capital is um, that's the goal Uh, it's just a lot of trial and error, a lot of cold outreach, you know, tailoring the outreach to the client, complimenting them, not just being some like fuck that does, you know, like the, like the cold freaking calls you get from robots and stuff. None of that. You got to personalize, like, that's one of the things, you know, I learned is like, it's a lot of personalized cold outreach. So yeah, we've got to finish up the course, and then we're going to
3: be trying to do that. It's very Dude, whenever I get cold called like that now, I just always troll oh, really? the person that calls. I always just say, "This is Monger Man," <laughs> and that's pretty much all I say.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I no, I, I like it. I think it's a, uh, you know, I, th- I think there's a lot of people that are kind of like in your spot, right? That are like, "Listen, I don't want to sit at a desk. I don't want to wear a golf polo and khakis five days a week." and then you know i mean now it's all from home same. but you know eventually there'll be some kind same. Going shit, in, same different thing. Bathroom. um yeah pretty much uh and no i think this is a good like spot too i think it's like what it's uh important i think a lot a lot of like comparisons could be made to like kind of like what what pete's doing with with the beat stuff where it's like you just gotta start somewhere and yeah you're not gonna be uber successful on oh, day yeah. four like that's not, in uber you know but like Success, you got to measure it in ways that is going to make this sustainable and is going to grow it like authentically to the point where, yeah, you said you could have a small team and you could build those things out. Like those things don't like happen overnight unless they have, you know, direct capital being invested in from the get go. But I think that's yeah, yeah. And usually they're then pulling money from something that they've already done. This is if you're actually truly starting something from the ground up. I think it's it's there's a lot of those like, hey, I got to take a fifty dollar class. I've got to like reach out to people that i've know or like people i used to work with or work for and 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 all those things of there's a lot of places where you can kind of like fall off really easily and understandably and i think that's one of those places where it's like hey the the ones that do end up figuring it out they they Mm -hmm. don't and they're not like ashamed i think that's something that and we all have mixed feelings on like gary v right but like that's something he always talks about of persistence of you got to quit thinking about what you're classmates from high school are going to think about you you got to quit thinking about like what like the stigma is behind it like if if it's going to work and the in the research is there and the data is there to suggest that if you put in the time and the effort and, and it's you know intentional and directive towards like the actual goal like it'll work but yeah there's gonna be plenty of times where it's gonna be oh man like uh, yeah this is not like yeah, going Yo, i just great, got but, rejected but, by 60 um,
1: businesses yeah. uh yeah
2: but it might be number yeah, 61. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, exactly.
1: I don't know. I've just – I think there was some sort of turning – not really a turning point. But I I feel like – I think I may have set it on some sort of pod over the summer maybe how I just like tend to bet on myself. And I've just been like – ever, especially since I decided to like come out here, I've really just been trying to do things regardless if I fail or lose money or whatever to say at least I did it. Um, cause yeah, I don't think I ever want to have another instance where it's like, I wish I would have done this, you know, I wish I would, I should have just tried it, you know, so we're going to try it and who knows, maybe I fail. Oh, well, I'll just go get a nine to five and try something else. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're at right now. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I've just been up to this week, I guess long long form but otherwise uh i really want to buy this pair of pants god damn it um <laughs> how much are they 500 i really okay. shouldn't like i shouldn't you no, know yeah you... i shouldn't but
2: <laughs> you're so, so you've already bought them is what no you're i haven't telling us. i
1: haven't bought them
2: in your head in your head
1: in but... my head i've okay well realistically i put a bid on them <laughs> i put a bid on them
2: um we uh i like guess stock x kind of thing or
1: yeah Grailed. uh i definitely okay. put a bit on them so yeah anyway um <laughs> did that today <laughs> i mean here's
2: my thing with that always right back going back to the to the gucci jacket it is, it is gucci right
1: the pants oh the, jacket? No, the yeah, jacket Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah yeah like it's now been a year Almost to the day. Well, it's
1: probably been over to the day, right? Oh yeah, to over the day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like we're now like day three sixty eight of that jacket. Mm-hmm. Do you regret it?
1: Sometimes, like, yeah. You're still
2: here. I mean,
1: <laughs> okay. But like, but like, what? But like, I'm still What here. would
2: you have done with that two thousand dollars? Exactly.
1: I mean, I don't know. like five
2: hundred of it. You would have spent on dumb shit in L A. Probably right? other things. So like so already, it's really you only so save 1500, fifteen hundred.
1: Otherwise, it would probably would have just been sitting in my bank account. I mean, granted, you could argue. Well, you probably want that money now. Well, I somehow came up with, I somehow got paid last week, so I guess it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, I have been wearing I'm, it more I'm always, now. Uh, hey, there you go. I'm always like my whole thing with that is, like, one, yeah, would you had more money at the time if you went to buy it for sure, but like maybe that like it, it's too many it's too many like butterfly effects for me with that kind of stuff where it's like what if like oh i got this extra like 1500 2000 dollar cushion now i can be like i can do something else in an approach that's either like more risky or less risky because of it and then all of a sudden like maybe you're like you know what i'm gonna wear those uh what is the uh, louis vuitton shoes what were the shoes again that you got? oh dr. Dior. Dior shoes. Like, maybe you, like, wear, like, you know what? I can wear these out on, like, a night on the town. And all of a sudden, like, bam, those get wrecked some night. Yeah. And I got to replace those because it's, like, I if yep. you're still here now, if you're, like, bankrupt and about to move back into mom and dad's house and, like, be on L.A., I'd yeah, be like, idiot. yeah, yeah, maybe the Gucci jacket was a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like. But we're not. <laughs> I, it, you're not. So, <laughs> last time, I, yeah, we're, um, we're still standing.
1: <laughs> definitely a learning experience, though, too. Like, hey, be a little more smart, you know? maybe don't do that. Like I probably won't, I'll never buy something that expensive clothing wise again for a long time. Why? Or I don't really or am I just and me here.
2: is, Hey, well, you're still here. <laughs> Who's the one that's in Pepsi commercials with, with, with the weekend, yeah. the guy with the Gucci jacket, right? <laughs> Exactly.
1: No, the guy with the uh, Dior
2: shoes. Uh.
1: <laughs> I've just, I mean, sometimes i not going to lie. Looking back, sometimes I'm like, dude, like mostly like, Prior to a week ago when I was like, all right, well, I just got to start thinking about how I'm going to either get more commercials or how I'm going to make more money or whatever. You know, in times like that, sure. I was looking like, Ian, that probably wasn't a smart decision. But um, it's a live and you learn type thing, you know? How would I have known what would happen if I bought that, if I didn't buy it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. And now, you know, again, it might have – that might have been the risky – debatable decision that led to you having enough experience in risky and debatable decisions to just like get up and leave and move to LA maybe like you know what I mean like, I, I just think there's I too just, many slippery slope I put out butterfly a tweet effect today to-
1: i actually put out a tweet today that was um it says I tend to just say fuck it and pull the trigger regardless of the situation is good or bad because that is literally true I thought about that today go. as I put in the bid for the pants <laughs> i then tweeted that <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta live Rightfully so. Rightfully so. we sell i think so oh yeah when uh so so pete when you get all this money coming in from from spotify from this aquarius song that dropped uh last week true gonna Everybody gonna listen to that too? song
1: it's freaking radio hit bro
3: aquarius isn't the one that's going to be generating the money which one is that i can't tell you okay i don't okay think so it's coming we'll still coming money for for a minute still that's fair Sure, that's fair. I think uh... unless
0: I,
1: you know, hit up Kiss FM, tell them to play.
3: Well, yeah, unless unless some like, just really something really lucky happens, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it now that I'm going to spend the next year or two, anywhere from one to three years, depending on how long it takes, before you know we can move into a house together with other people, just to really just get as good as I can at the different skills. And then I think once I'm in an environment, like working with a team of like-minded people is when we'll really be able to just get push, things going.
1: Out, you know?
3: So I just look at it now as getting repetitions in mm-hmm. and I'm not really expecting anything yet. But maybe. Cause Dude, I know I know this song quality is good enough to have you know 100 times the streams that it does right now. When you say song song quality, do you mean
2: like like the literal quality of like the audio f- components or like the song is like um, as much of like a hit and like catchy that it'll get more plays or both, I guess?
3: Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the the overall the song, how it's written the the production and the mix yeah i think is really good uh can definitely get better and like i said once we're living together then i think i'll spend a lot more time learning the the marketing side of things and really honing that part of it Mm
1: -hmm. that makes sense
3: and who knows, maybe yeah. you should start doing some
1: you start just hitting up record labels and just showing her showing them a Kemi's you know, or year beats and Kemi's songs and then just pull like a Jay Cole. She's talking. Pull Jay Cole, just sit outside of uh Jay Z studio for like a month oh, yeah. until someone walks in and then takes your takes your tape, plays it for Jay Z.
2: Yep.
3: She is meeting with someone from Columbia records really it's pretty big that's big time i'm not sure it's not like a big name there but still dude someone who works there it's an a and r person or something they're gonna pretty much talk to her about helping her solidify her artist image or whatnot
1: holy shit dude that's insane actually
3: because um she she sent this guy all of the songs that we've done and he's like that's actually really really high quality i only have good things to say about that so i've been saying man dude, that's what I've been saying,
1: let's freaking go i told you dude, radio yeah. hit radio hit
3: our dude our next songs are even better though <sighs> dude, I'm i can't so... wait,
1: dude. i haven't even heard them buddy i haven't even man. heard them
2: dude we might have to we might have a little, little uh listening session off air of course <laughs> And,
3: yeah
2: uh, we could do that and uh do that but i was gonna say like follow up to that though like what do you think like kind of like the Jake cole thing that ian brought up like what do you think is like the main difference or like the way or like what are the differences or like the way you have to do it in like 2021 in today's world to get someone like a kemi where she's at right now to that like point of having some like potential radio hits or getting on the radio or, or being like a i'm not saying that she needs to be an olivia rodrigo or anything and blow up on spotify but like, back in the day, right. it used to be about, yeah, exactly, recording in, like, a legitimate studio and renting out studio time and then getting your demo to certain people and having it listen. Like, that's not, like, a th- I feel like that's not a thing anymore. Maybe it is, but, like, what do you right. think it is now that you have to do?
3: Yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, one of the things that Ryan Tedder was talking about in the songwriting class and something I've noticed, too, is what's in right now is actually lower quality recording in a lot of the aspects I'm, I don't just mean lo-fi hip hop, but for example, there's this plugin called Isotope Vinyl, which degrades the quality of the instrument. It's an intentional effect, and that's in so many songs. And I truly believe the the age of the independent middle class musician is upon, is probably five to ten years out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and yeah, you you don't need. First of all, you don't need super polished quality like you used to probably have and second you can attain that sound if you get good enough from your home once you learn the the software good enough
1: yeah i mean like yeah i totally agree i mean let, let's, like think of um people that have like blown up right look at their mixtapes that go viral and they're just producing their own music at home and their songs go yeah. worldwide go viral and then they get picked up by a record label or whatever you know but i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's so much easier now for that to happen and i feel like that usually yeah. is what happens nowadays especially with young artists you know you see they just they put out a hit on like instagram twitter or whatever and then all of a sudden it just blows up and then next thing you know they're getting a call
3: for a song to truly blow up blow up now i think it it needs to either be a TikTok song, mm-hmm. one that just happens to blow up on there, however the algorithm works, yeah. or pretty much that TikTok dictates a lot of top forty radio now, yeah. if not all Dude, of it. Dude,
1: um, it's insane. Actually, to like uh, piggyback off that, so I was watching that live stream that my agent was on a couple of days ago um, with another um, agent casting person um and he said that the most money in social media and social media commercials right now is in tiktok and he said that people are making stupid money
3: dog the the top hashtags on that they have i think upwards of 10 trillion views on them that is insane.
1: I mean, yeah, like I mean, like I guess now, now that I actually think of it, I mean, you think of like the uh, the you know top TikTokers or whatever. I mean, you see those houses they live in now that they freaking buy or no, whatever like TikTok houses
2: or like the houses that TikTokers have bought for themselves. The latter. So like okay, so like their own personal yeah, houses they dude, bought they're buying
1: of like okay. mansions. Oh yeah, here.
2: it's not. Yeah. And
1: I mean, there's just most people. Companies are just throwing money, multi millions. Yeah. Each company's throwing for a single TikTok.
3: No TikTok's is definitely something I want to try to figure out. I probably should get on that. Yeah. Are we sure with TikTok that
2: like we're not being tracked anymore, or is that still a thing?
1: No, we're probably still being tracked. Um, I mean, we probably
3: Facebook are. Tracks us. I'm willing to give it up though, because it's essential. You, what were you saying, Pete? I'm willing to give it up because it's in my position it's you need to sell your you, you have need, to be you need to
2: sell TikTok. your like information and data and privacy to, to continue like making it in this in this industry basically
3: well that and i meant just like you have to use tiktok yeah yeah well maybe not me personally but like the songs need to be on tiktok no, yeah maybe.
2: yeah you need to have somebody that's attached to like whatever doing it and i i agree yeah. and it's kind of like unfortunate where it's like like it just doesn't matter. Like we know now, like especially with TikTok, right? We found out with like Facebook, Instagram, because Facebook owned Instagram since like 2013, right? But like with Twitter, uh, with, you know, YouTube and Google, uh, Apple a little bit, but Apple uses it more for in-house stuff. They don't sell it. Um, but like we we usually learned after everyone's already like super involved, right? Where it's like, oh man, I've been using Facebook for like seven years. That's how they always send like the videos that I always like react to weird. I guess that makes sense or whatever, tiktok we knew before we kind of went like went with it right it was kind of like hey this is a chinese app uh, here's how china them. works yeah <laughs> with all their stuff uh, <laughs> just so you know amazon and apple employees are not allowed to have tiktok on their phones so uh and it's like everyone's just like yeah but it's cool <laughs> um <laughs> and like we hit this weird like spot with it where I would agree. I, so I had it for like two weeks in the summer. I think you guys both were here. You love that. It was the best. It was the best to like take a shit, jump on TikTok, and just laugh my ass off for 10 minutes and then like get up and leave. Yeah. And it's like, I thought it was excellent. I thought, no, don't get me wrong. I have like the platform itself and the app itself is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little too old for it now, but I think they're getting better at making it geared towards a wider range of ages. But like I then took it off my phone two weeks later. I'm like, Oh, this is probably not a great thing. Um, and then they were going through that whole, like, hey, like, we're banning TikTok. And then it just, like, that just, like, went away. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's kind of, like, you need to – it's it's going to take over. I think Snapchat's probably on its way out, I think. Uh, but, like, the kids love Snapchat, too, because they think it all gets deleted, even though it just gets sent to the cloud. But whatever. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
2: uh, and But, yeah, I think Instagram, Facebook.
1: I think Instagram's like those, starting to get out, dude. I think – Yeah, it's going to be um, interesting
2: really why do you say that as like a main it's still gonna always have a relevancy place yeah. in like society but it's not like it's, instagram three years ago it's not that anymore
1: right um i say that because one uh that's not where the money's at anymore they all went to um tiktok because it's more interactive and um like facebook used to like so for instance like Companies will reach out to creators who have more engagement rather than more followers and for like more likes now. It's not about yep. how many likes you get, it's how it's the engagement factor. And then right now there's more engagement in like TikTok and stuff. And two, I think Facebook is literally killing Instagram, um, or is is about to because they're moving it into like straight up like e com. Like there's a whole freaking shop button at the very bottom. The bottom middle.
3: The yeah, I always thought that was the weird. Bottom
1: middle button on. Instagram I hate the
3: new layout. Is
1: for shopping, like it's completely taking away from what Instagram was and what made it made it popular. And now they're just trying to capitalize on, you know, profits of like sales and stuff that can be made. And like as a, as a creator, let's say, or as an influencer on Instagram, I think that's a really should, that should be alarming, right? Um, yeah, and plus, yeah, I mean, it just it just shows where the focus is for the company, you know,
3: as a whole. Do you think, do you think there will be a new disruptor within the next like four years, like how TikTok?
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure something else is no. gonna pop up. No.
2: No, I like, no no. Okay, so other things will be created. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah, but like how TikTok, I, because. Maybe, yeah, maybe Think not. This. I don't know. Not not like where it takes over. Like, TikTok has t- taken over. Like, it's, I would argue it's the number one social media platform right now for relevancy purposes, right? Size, oh, yeah. no. Like, probably useful in interactions and age, uh, like, accessibility and relatability, no, not yet. But, like, social media we all know is driven by young people, right? Yeah. It's not a... It's not an old person's thing. So, like, yeah, 65 uh, year old grandmas who are becoming more frequent on there, right? TikToks with old people, I think, are just something you can laugh at pretty easily. Um, but, like, that's it's not the space they go to. They still go to Facebook and they're getting more into Instagram. My guess is at some point. That, like, Facebook is testing the waters to figure out, are we considered a monopoly owning Instagram? And if not, like, they keep getting inching closer and closer where they're just going to be integrated. Instagram is going to be on Facebook and Facebook's integra- – it's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can – like, the messaging now and DMing crosses over. You can search for people on Facebook Messenger and Instagram Messenger. It's basically the same it's thing so at this point. It's so trash. Yeah, it really is. Like, but they're just trying to, they're like, oh, trying to squeeze
1: life back into Facebook. They killed yep. it, dude. I mean – for the demographic that pays, right? I mean, it's definitely an older demographic. They lost demog- the young people. They lost the young people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely the an old-, old people though. Are on it, yeah, yeah. That's what they're on. Older people, definitely on Facebook. But they're trying to get it back, but it's just not working. Yeah. Um,
3: I've been trying to convince my dad, who's a CPA, to get on TikTok.
1: Dude, yeah. For what? Start making, like, accounting TikToks. Like, no.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. No, for a lot real. Yeah.
1: Of, uh, um, I, actually, I actually follow Curtis Ray. Do you know him? No. Oh, he's a finance guy for, like, compounding interest and stuff. um oh, nice. and he just, Are you on TikTok, Ian? I I have a TikTok account, yeah.
2: Okay, okay. So, yeah. That's, yeah, same
1: thing. Um, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, I I mean, I I go on TikTok maybe every other day or whatever. Um, Curtis Ray, yeah, he's, like, a finance guy. He does everything for, um, like, investing in compounding interest accounts and – and other like buying houses when you're 20 years old, because you can actually do that by doing this. And it's not actually that hard. You don't actually have to put 20% down. You should actually never put 20% down ever, you know, and you shouldn't pay off your, you know, house early or your car loan early. Instead, use the money that you're going to do that and put in a compounding interest account. And guess what? You know, I mean, you'll be a millionaire by the time you're 60. I mean, that guy has got, he's verified. He's got millions of followers and there's a lot of people mm-hmm. like him. Yeah,
2: I think that's why – so that's why I think – so TikTok is too new to kind of follow up on my answer of why I said no, if it's there's fair, another one coming around. Yeah. It's still growing. Like I don't – like, if we draw quick illustrations here, uh, you know, like the bell curve, right? Yeah. Like this thing. Ah, shit. You can't see it. Whatever. Bell curve, right? I think we're, like, like there with TikTok. It's probably backwards, but you get the point. We're, like, we're going up. Like, we're not – and we're not really even close to, like, getting to the top yet. That's the next step with TikTok. It used to just be, like, dumb videos of, like, jumping in pools and slipping and falling or, like, cool basketball trick shots or whatever, right? Now it's, like – because what is it? Is it max 60 seconds, but everything tries to stay to 15 seconds or something? Yeah. Like, now we're getting exactly – like, CPA's on there of, like, tax season's on. Like, up going right now. Like, if there was some guy, like, trying to do taxes for people I and mean being like, hey – quick tax tip for you guys here. Check this box. When you look at this, look at this number. Yeah. If this number says this, like you just made yourself extra money. Like you need more tips, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. What I, Just stuff like I think, that. We're going to get more of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree because I think you're starting to see like a huge wave, even like, I guess prior to my generation, right? People that blew up on social media and became wealthy doing social media. I think there's a lot of like young people getting really wealthy your, like skills they yeah. learn you know whether it's like um like i know this one kid i don't know his name but i know of this one guy who's probably like 20 maybe now if not maybe not even 20 but he was able to he saved enough money up through like birthdays and stuff growing up where he was able to at like 16 to put like a down like a zero percent down or whatever on a house and then you started renting it out right and then now he's like a multi- millionaire. He owns a a real estate company and he's like 20 years old. I think you're seeing a lot more of those people come up and I think like younger people are realizing like you can leverage social media to learn skills and like people are learning things from social media now too.
2: Yeah. I'd say like two things of that. One, I think that like this is gonna sound very Gary V ish, right? We need to have a conversation about, It's not just millennials, Gen Zers, Gen Yers, whatever. I think there are like three to five-year generations within those. And I think that's what we need to look at more of. The 16 to 19-year-olds right now are vastly different than the 20 to 23-year-olds right now. Mm -hmm. And they're technically bunched in. Like millennials, I think, technically are 1980 or 1981 to like 1997. Mm -hmm. Too big. Like a a 24-year-old right now is way fucking different than a 38-year-old right now. There's technically still millennials. Right. So that's one part of it. But the second is exactly that of the like the most important, like educating and learning going on right now is not happening in classrooms or in schools. It's definitely happening on social media with people teaching people like peers, teaching peers and finding examples of like reasons, basically how to like make a bunch of money when you're young, when you don't have kids, you don't have to think about other people and on top of that like tons of money where it's like back in the day it was you need to go to college you need to go to school because you need to become a doctor or a lawyer or something reputable no it wasn't reputable it was something that makes a lot of money well now there's ways to make money buy a house fix it up spend like 10 grand on this take out loans rent it out like do all that kind of stuff um yeah there's uh, i think his name is like hi my name is kevin or something he's like a 28 year old he has like an investment portfolio worth like 30 million dollars right now because he that's what he did when he was 18 he just his first thing he did is buy a house and stuff and people thought outside the box and now they're showing you like how it paid off yeah and it's like hey are- by the way you can everybody can still do this right now but there's so many people that watch those videos and their first thought are i missed the boat shit when really like the boat hasn't
1: even taken off yet you like we're still, still going it. yeah yeah absolutely i'm so freaking lootly
3: oh boys let me tell you about ableton so this discovery I made is probably equivalent to when when we discovered what germs were <laughs> or <laughs> um, how to make penicillin. Yeah, or that. It's that equivalent. Let's hear it. And it's going to be tough to describe, but just know I'll give the basis of what it is when recording audio in Ableton I discovered when you record in a loop it saves every loop so long story short we can do like 10 takes all in a row and then there's this amazing chop up feature where you can go in and slice the best words from every take and long story short it speeds the vocal recording process up so by about just choosing the an best hour. parts. You
1: don't have to have one perfect take.
3: Right? Yeah, and it's super clean. Dang. Whereas FL Studio recording audio is horrible. That's the one downfall of it. And Ableton, it's a godsend. Incredible. Damn. And I just I upgraded my pitch corrector to the next highest version, and it's insane. Let's go. So you don't even need a great take anymore. You can get a decent take, throw pitch correction on it, and it sounds natural. <laughs> I, it blows my mind. <laughs> Shit, it's, it's like we're in twenty thirty. I'm about to become a singer. Program. I'm
1: about to become a rapper, dude. Singer. Hell yeah! I can't even sing. So
3: yeah, this last week, the the whole vocal grind has sped up tenfold for me. Let's go. Progress. Would you say
2: Ableton is like the, like DA that like people use? I think like because Pro Tools is more like for like the like mixing, finalizing it, right? I mean, you can build stuff in it, but
3: yeah. So, FL Studio, I would say from what I've seen, at least two out of three hip hop, top hip hop producers use that. Okay. And then the rest is kind of split between Ableton, Logic, and Pro Tools. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much from what I've heard, all professional audio engineers will mix in Pro Tools because that's pretty much what it was built for is mixing and then ableton ableton can kind of do everything i hear logic has become a lot better but fl studio is great for hip-hop but ableton can do everything that fl studio can do but so much more Mm. also but it's a it's a steeper learning curve for sure yeah gotcha Makes sense. I am loving Ableton so much. <laughs> I'll always have FL Studio though if I need to cook up a quick beat. True,
1: you know, on them shortcuts.
3: <sighs> oh yeah. Exactly.
2: No, hands. it's uh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's that makes sense. I think that's that's was how it explained to me too. And I mean, full disclosure, I that's how we record most of this audio and I edit the audio for the pods in iPhone. FL Studio. Which, which yeah, I don't know. I I, I've asked around with other people and how they do it, but. It's, yeah same kind of thing um but at the same time, I think of like all the time of like when you're downstairs in the well the studio i guess now again they can't see the camera It's just to the left of me but um yeah i i it is strange to think of like like what like what are they like using in like major studios like big time like recording studios for like other stuff when they're making that stuff, and it's like
0: well, it's is it do you think it you is can... the same thing yeah.
2: yeah and if it is like like what, you, like what you were saying is like five to ten years from now, Pete, where it's like it's going to be like the day and age of like the indie artist. I believe that, too. I think that like what they're calling bedroom pop right now is like just changing what people like understand how this stuff works. And then the accessibility yeah. and the pricing now has come so far down to like you just need a computer with a decent setup inside. Process has to be decent and like, you know, decent RAM or whatever. And you can create basically, like, what all people are looking for anyways. These overproduced things, people have always been like, eh, like, I don't love it. Like, boy bands, right? think of boy bands. That stuff is some of the most overproduced stuff. There's tons of cool stuff in it, and it's designed to be catchy. But then once people are like, hey, like, we don't need, like, 70% of this. Like, we, the stuff right. we need, let's just take that and then maybe add some, like, other things to it that are just natural or easy. And then, boom, all of a sudden, I think that's kind of, like, where we're at now, where it's that mix of... I. It, now, what that means though is we're gonna have probably less superstars and less true like rock stars, uh, in the sense mm-hmm. of like you know pop stars or whatever. But we're gonna have more just like driver's license type hits of like out of nowhere blows up on TikTok, destroys streams, uh, records on on Spotify, and then like four weeks later, it's like eh, moving on. And I yeah. I think that's a great spot. I, it, it kind of spreads the wealth around it gives more people more opportunities and it's like, it's more inclusive of a space and there's just more opportunities for us to find driver's license. I think driver's license is a great example of a song that 15 years ago, it probably doesn't even get anywhere. It's probably like no different than like a Nora Jones song or a Michelle branch song of like, eh, it's not what the radio wants. Well, the radio is just like 10 like billionaires deciding what gets played. Yeah. Um, Like let the people decide. And I think that was like the, like the, this is like the tipping point of that of the people are going to decide what they want to listen to. And it's not gonna be top forty radio. Top forty radio is gonna take it their charts from streaming. And again, mm-hmm. less Taylor Swifts, more Rodrigo's a tough example because she's on fucking Disney Plus shows. So it's not like she's this nobody. She's right? gonna be a superstar, I think. I ooh. I go back and forth. We kind of talked about this when we did our pod, Pete, right? Of like, is there gonna be a next Taylor Swift? And at that point, like driver's licenses just came out. It's I think we always think there's every generation there's going to be a once in a generation type of talent in it right taylor swift was mm-hmm. the last one i would argue um but like, i us us let's just say her time's coming to an end because it probably is in the way that she is now maybe she comes back and is a, is a different artist but think of someone like adele adele is what probably five times as talented vocally as taylor swift um mm-hmm. not necessarily like the fame or like the charting ability like charting ability adele did find in too but um like adele only produced three albums Adele like is hasn't produced an album in what five six years, like so it's it's also one of those things where it's like just because you're talented and have all the stuff like who knows when you get to that point of like hey I don't want to do this anymore like that longevity thing that's where I think Taylor Swift is to me right. the greatest female musician of all time and on top of that she's top ten regardless of gender yeah because of the longevity. Well,
3: I wasn't, I wasn't really – I didn't mean, like, she's the next Taylor sure, Swift. Sure. Yeah, I meant yeah, yeah, yeah. she's, she's going to be a top five female artist Ooh. for at least five years, I think.
2: Yeah, of, like, of the current time, yeah. But, like, in yeah. general, I it's just – it's going to be tough to, like, get to that point. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. She's going to um, blow up. But
3: going back uh, to the accessibility of equipment, not only is the equipment becoming cheaper, but you can pretty much learn anything you need on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Every every piece of info I've learned about audio engineering or using FL or Ableton has come from YouTube for free. Yeah. It's incredible. Like I,
2: said, I said it earlier. The most important learning right now is not happening in classrooms and in not. school buildings. It's, social it's platforms. all happening on social media. Yep. Online. Peers I mean, teaching peers, peer to peer learning. I mean, look at
1: me, bro. I just bought a $50 course <clears throat> on how to like I'm set up a freaking agency business for 50 bucks. Granted, I mean, you, he could have charged way more. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder if
2: TikTok is going to be the next place for vlogs. Right. You talk because like, that's something we've talked about before, Pete, right. Of the new songs. I think that's you mentioned that, like Ryan Tedder mentions this. Right. It's like under three minutes. Right. Our vlogs mm-hmm. now, vlogs used to be classically 10 to 20 minutes. Right. Are we now looking at vlogs? We need them under 60 seconds. Uh, just overproduce it from like a video like editing standpoint. Get it up on a TikTok. Uh, You guys know this more than me. Do TikTok videos just stay there forever under your profile, kind of like Instagram posts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can reference them back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And what's wild is that like a lot of the ones that end up like blowing up with the algorithm aren't even like the newest one people's posts. Like I've noticed Mm -hmm. that like ones that show up on my For You page that have like 100,000 to 400,000 views or likes or whatever are ones that are – it's like the 12th video On these people's pages or, or, you know, like somewhere Mm -hmm. between the first, the newest and like the 12th, like it's, it's a lot of the time. It's not even ones that are brand new. Yeah. I don't know how the algorithm works, but
2: I think that like there's some, there's going to be an algorithm manipulation in the next 18 months. That's going to come to light. Like, it's going to be, like, a the real play on TikTok is to have your main account, but then you need to also create four burner accounts that only directs to your main account. Like, someone's going to come up with that idea where it's, like, it just, like... It just somehow just tricks, just tricks the algorithm. Yeah, exactly. Like, manipulates the shit out of it before they can catch it, and they just blow up, and then everyone starts doing it. And then, like, we just have... When you have everyone making four burner accounts to their one main account. so now we have five times, like, the accounts per whatever, all of a sudden you're going to have, like... TikTok weirdly has 11.4 billion subscribers, yet there's only 8.1 billion people on the planet. <laughs> like, it's like stuff like that's going to happen where it's like, oh man, like it's kind of like the, to like reference the GME stock thing where it's like, man, they shorted more shares than exist. Like, TikTok's going to have more Bro, accounts. I'm still salty
1: about that. They people. freaking cheated, dude. They cheated. Tell me about it, man. I this know. House they... huh? <laughs> this, this
2: house lost a lot of money. Huh? This house lost a lot of money. I lost a way. lot of
1: money freaking too. I'm tilted. They freaking cheated. <laughs> They cheated. We would have made money, dude. Literally on paper. Money, oh. Literally oh. on – like we have we, – there was a 0% chance we don't make money. And then Robinhood and Weeble and a couple other things. Granted, Weeble only did it for like two hours, but still, that's like n-
0: still illegal. Still man. Not okay. Yeah.
1: Two, Robinhood was selling people's shares for them. There are multiple screenshots of – on like Twitter – and Reddit of people's shares being sold. What happened to my roommate. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so Eric's
2: shares got sold. Really? Yeah. Oh. My. So his, so his was okay. So like, this is where I we, we were kind of talking it out. Eric and I were, we were just like, hey, there's another thing at play here, which sucks because it makes your situation less clear, but it's still bullshit he had just created an account to buy gme mm-hmm. so this is his first transaction on it his account had technically not been verified but verified enough to let you deposit money to buy shares to me if he's not verified don't let him do that stuff then yeah so he bought he bought 10 shares at like $90 roughly so that shit's up to like 300 but like because his account's like air quotes not verified he couldn't sell them and he couldn't like move them or he thought he could sell them, but he didn't, like, I don't, like, want to test it. Like, this thing's going to the moon, right? Which all data said it would. And then all of a sudden, as it starts tanking, like, he keeps getting these things of, like, you can't do anything, blah, blah, whatever, your account's locked, blah, all this stuff. And then magically, as it hits the number he bought it at, he didn't buy it at, like, 90 round. It was, like, 93, 61. He, it sold the shares back for what he swatted at. So, technically, he didn't lose any money. But still. But, like, at the same time, he wanted to sell his shares. At, like, what if he wanted to sell them at 300? He should have made, like, two grand. Yeah. He couldn't do it, though, because they were. And like, I really
1: hope that class action lawsuit bankrupts Robin Hood. And
2: Robin Hood's going under. I hope it does. Dude. Like,
1: yeah. That's, They'll come back I mean, or something like, else. I but, yeah, get it, gone. right? I get it to an extent because they're in bed with um, Citadel, which is Citadel. the uh, friggin- owner of
2: Melvin. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, like, I get it. You're in bed with him. But, like, dude, I... fuck dude, you that's guys. Like, like my. Like, yeah. Whether, and I mean, like, I'm sure it's such a shitty situation for the owners because they probably don't have any choice.
2: Dude, fuck them. No, it, no they they made and a I play. Mean, like, they got caught with their pants true. down. No, and then no, they got about, bailed out. And, yeah. You know,
1: owners of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they can all go die. I mean, we should have been <laughs> able to sell their shares at a five grand of share. Um, yeah. I mean. Between that and, like, straight up fake advertising and people on the news saying it's like over being like news agencies being paid to like say false information about it and ladder, ladder attacks to drive the price down. I mean, it's so messed up. I I can, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, no, I mean, you have the freaking billionaires at here or at play here. They're going to be able to do whatever Mm -hmm. they want. It's so dumb though.
2: It's like, Bas- yeah, basically, like, it's the billionaires' playground. They're playing pickup basketball. The ball got, like, swatted out of bounds, rolled over to a bunch of nobodies. They told us that, like, hey, if you bring the ball back, you can play. So we give them the ball back, and then they just kick us in the nuts and shove us in the ground and kick dirt on us yeah. and keep playing their game without us. And it's like, yo, man, like, what? <laughs> that? It, yeah, I, 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 I've I, got so many, like, thoughts about it. We could go entire podcast on it. But uh, at the same time, it's like, that's why, nah, fuck. Yeah did you lose money in it probably not
3: no I didn't I intentionally like didn't pay any attention to that whole thing both smart this but was, also the this same was time.
1: a short of the decade I mean this kind of shit doesn't happen last time this happened was in what 08 with Volkswagen right uh,
2: yeah but that was in Germany so that wasn't even here right but I mean yeah, then, yeah it, in yeah, general I mean, you, yeah, there was but, not yeah. a situation
1: like this for the last 15 years I don't know
3: I'm not interested on doing short sales. Granted, there's a possibility that I could have made money, but.
1: Well, no, the whole point yeah. was like, the, so, you, yeah. you don't, they were short selling. So you're buying the share to make it so they can't buy the shares back. They're like losing money, right? Cause they have to buy the shares back. Yeah. But if there's no shares to buy back, they have to buy at whatever price we set it at. So that was the whole point. Um. Mm-hmm.
3: Wait, 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 so so the the corporation or whatever was selling their shares. So the and... the
1: corporation was shorting the shares. They were, they were yeah. buying more shares than there actually were. Which how is that even legal? How are you how are you even allowed to buy, things you don't own? Like how are you able to sell things you don't own? Like, you so they borrow to, it,
2: so, yeah, or whatever. Or yeah. What was
1: the uh, yeah. thing Elon put out? Um, it was something like you can buy uh or you can't buy you can't buy a house with the money you don't have or like or something like that you can't buy a car mm-hmm. but you can buy shares that don't exist yeah. Or yeah something like
2: that so mm-hmm. what they were doing was so how how this all works in general right is so these companies and it's things that are only offered to hedge funds and like uh to these big like capital firms and stuff like that investment firms right so They were borrowing shares from people that owned it. So like if we say Ian and I own shares of GME, so we own it through a broker like Robinhood. So what Robinhood was doing or like other people, I'm just using Robinhood for example, right, was they were lending out our shares without us saying that they could or can't because it's in the fine print. So we don't technically have the rights to this, but they're lending out our shares to Melvin and to Citadel Capital. What they were doing, and others too, but like this and the main guys. What they were then doing is taking those shares in basically in real time at the same transaction, right? They borrow them and then they sell them to the market at the current market price. And so basically nothing happens other than like, so the shares are gone. And they agree to return the shares back at a future date. And what they're hoping for is that when they sell it for the market price on today, let's say it's February 19th right now. And we buy market. Should we buy
1: five dollars, ten
2: shares, ten shares at ten dollars for a hundred dollars, right? That's the market price. Mm-hmm. So we are going to borrow ten shares, at and then we can sell it into the market for ten dollars a share. So we get a hundred dollars, and the shares are gone. But we owe those ten shares back to the people we borrowed from a week from now. So now fast forward a week to February twenty sixth, they're coming and saying, "Hey, we want. We you said you'd pay us those shares back." And we're hoping that between whatever, like talking shit about the company, the company just sucks in general, that hopefully the market price is like $5. So then when we go back to the market to get those 10 shares back, we buy them for $50, return the 10 shares like nothing happened. And we technically made $50, right, mm-hmm. because we netted 100 when we sold them and we borrowed them. And then when we bought them back, we bought them back for less. So that's what they were mm-hmm. doing. So the deep fucking value guy, right, noticed this was happening. And mm-hmm. also like this the company. and so basically what he was doing he was just buying up shares. and It was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit on these and calls which are basically the opposite, but well that's less relevant. And then everyone else realized, hey, they have a bunch of shorts that are due in end of January
1: like rolling, early, early, yeah
2: so te- yeah, and they shorted they bar, what they were doing is they were borrowed more than a hundred percent of the float is what it's called. so it's the available shares that are able to be traded on a, on the floor. Because the CEO, of the company, other people that own GameStop itself that run it have shares, right? Because they need to own part of their own company. But they don't trade those shares because then they'd be, like, selling off part of what they own. Yeah. So there's up like, 80%, let's call it, of the actual shares total that are created for GameStop were out there. but. They had shorted 140% of the available shares. So basically, they had borrowed shares, sold them to the market, then re borrowed them and resold them. So they had to, when they had to return shares, they had to return them once, go back, buy them again, and then return them again to a different p- group of people. So they noticed that. Yeah. And basically, like the idea was for us, everyone, to buy shares and then not sell them because if we don't sell them, they just have to keep raising the price until somebody clicks sell. And so, in theory, it keeps going up and up and up, and they can't stop until that number like gets under a hundred percent. So, like, it creates this what they're calling these like uh, short squeeze, like vort, yeah, short squeeze. Um, uh, but they're what were the gamma squeezes, gamma squeeze, where yeah. it's like the, the the chart does this because again, nobody's selling, and they're like, we have to return them. You have due. to buy shares. Well, we, yeah, in yeah. return. Them. The problem was basically they worked it out on the back end of when it started to go up they would stop buying shareability so people were trying to buy the shares instead of them and they froze the buying you could only sell your shares you could buy one share literally one share or sell whatever you wanted to sell and so like everyone's like wait a minute so we can't buy shares to hold them and so that allowed these cat, like these firms to buy them back at whatever price they needed to buy them at and then when you can only buy one and you can only basically sell everyone was panicking and thinking oh man like And that's when they start, like, having people on the news, like, fucking Jim Cramer's dumbass. Like, fuck Jim Cramer, by the way. Dude. But, yeah, so all these guys are complicit, and they're creating what FUD, right? So fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And when that happens, normal people, and again, when you're isolated and you can't do things, they start, like, turning against each other and start selling off, and then that's why the stock tanked all of a sudden. But that thing, they froze it so many times, and then, like... Like all you could do is sell, so, and then they like wouldn't open it until like they'd get selling downward trends, and then all of a sudden when you see that number dropping, Your you clicks, panic and yeah. think I need to sell mine so I can get out at this point, and so that create enough shares. Not back. me, but baby. Technically, I still got my diamond hands. Shares. It's not like I have a ton diamond hands. Diamond baby, hands, moon.
3: <laughs> um, How much money are you guys gonna lose? Well, huh. total, I will lose like a thousand bucks.
1: Yeah, like six. I'm not like, like five. I uh, I think I'm down five hundred fifty five fifty.
2: Yeah, and so like the average person's like Ian and I, right? We're like wh- committed for less than whatever. I think like like this house in general, I think we lost like ten grand though. <laughs> like yeah, and it's like you just kind of hold like, it, and then hopefully it goes zero, and we just write off his tax. Losses, yeah, but I'm just gonna. Um,
1: I mean, you can still write off a loss as a loss, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so, I mean that's so
3: what I'm gonna whenever, do. So. But dude, I'm about to pull all my money out of my acorns because my acorns is still popping off.
2: Oh yeah. Market's going to crash in the next 12 to 18 months in general because like we have to pay back the trillions of dollars we borrowed for the pandemic and the yeah. rest of
3: the world does too. So So I think I'm going to yeah. pull all my money out and stop investing in that for a while. I bet, dude, my Roth has been popping mm-hmm. the F Let's off. Go. Those are safe though. Yeah, so like your yeah. Roth is safe to keep going. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, Roth yeah, yeah. is safe. That's why I'm going to continue contributing mm-hmm. to that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Tesla.
1: Tesla and Amazon.
3: Incredible. Blue yep.
1: chip stocks yep. baby. McDonald's. Yeah. Chipotle. All them shits <laughs> are safe.
2: Oh yeah, Bitcoin.
1: It's insane. Oh yeah, that's fifty two K right. Bitcoin is that's not safe, but it's
2: just it's just going nuts. But yeah. Uh, like how we I became, think, all of a sudden. Talking I think about stocks before
1: it hits hundred K it's gonna crash really hard and then it'll skyrocket again. I think it's due for a really um, I don't know a whole lot about crypto, but a lot of the guys on money Twitter that I follow on the daily
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they talk about crypto and they're all into crypto and stuff as well and one guy was saying that it's definitely going to crash before it hits 100k and who knows
3: what's it at right now uh, last 55. time i checked it was
1: 52 is it 55 now yeah.
2: it, it definitely hit 55 at some point today when i saw it yeah let's check it might not be Wait, is that for
1: one bitcoin oh my god dude, yeah 55.8
2: yeah yeah it's been, so know. when when gme was starting like all the shit was going down like mid to end of uh, january which was all of like a month ago, basically Bitcoin was at 30 K. Yeah. So it's gone up 25 K in less than a month. Well, maybe just a month in general, but like,
3: well, and didn't Tesla bought, what was that? A a 1.5 billion. billion, Yeah. Converted money into
1: freaking bought more.
2: Yeah. Apple. That's what's kind of pushing this now. And it's smart. Like honestly, it's again, the dollar is going to
1: fucking tank dude. I mean, yeah. Look at how much money we're printing off.
2: Dude, here's the crazy thing, right? So like Tesla puts that one point five billion dollars into Bitcoin, right? I think he bought in when it was at like forty. Um, so it's up fifteen k. So that's what that's like fifteen. That's about forty percent. What's round, right? Forty percent. So he just made on that. If he sells today, which he could, he would make what is that? Forty percent of one point five is. He
1: put. A, he two, won't put. He put one point five. Million he put one point five billion. billion dollars worth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so he would make if he yeah. sold all his Bitcoin that like he just literally bought like a week ago. Isn't there 1. only a hundred million? He'd make six hundred million. Yeah, it because it's, it's all like you can you can get decimals right? Right. Yeah. So I like, mean, you, you can have you partial fractions and
1: stuff. Because I own yeah. five, to, I own point zero 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 one Bitcoin. Because yeah. I signed up for I just Coinbase, and they gave me yeah <laughs> nice. uh, five dollars in Bitcoin. We probably made. We probably made, bro. I probably sell it for seven dollars now. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I have thirty Doge coins. Oh,
1: dude! A couple (laughs) of my friends um bought Doge coin as like a meme, and they just threw. I mean, they're making pretty good money. So they they threw like a thousand dollars or something into Doge coin, and they made since it spiked at seven cents or something it got up to eight did it get to eight like 8.2 or something yeah so i think a lot of them i don't think anyone sold eight though. i have two friends um one of them sold at like six i think and he made like 10 grand or something
2: yeah
3: yeah just yeah this dude at um he was a year younger than me or two years maybe he from stillwater he made 20k i think off dogecoin and he like Ended up donating most of that. What a pussy! That was good. Good on him. I made like 38 bucks off Dogecoin. Uh, 38? Yeah, yeah.
2: I had I had 37 dollars laying around because like when I went to try to buy a market share of AMC, I was into AMC and and GME at the same time. Mm -hmm. I had like 37 dollars that I couldn't spend, and I was like, oh, I'll go buy Doge. And I bought it at two and a half cents, and it rose, and I sold out at like five cents or whatever. I just basically doubled it up, but. Um, I think
1: ethereum yeah, I, is gonna I, pop dope. off again mm-hmm. um, I do too. once once what is that It's probably the second biggest crypto right now yeah I mean it's it's it's, it's a cryptocurrency but um, it's another one if a lot of people are talking about um, one thing that I was kind of looking into and I bought two tokens of is like these uh, decentralized markets within ethereum that use ethereum tokens or whatever so I bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been looking at like compound, Ave, like uniswap, um, or just like three that I can think of sushi, I think as well. Uh, I bought two uh, or uniswap tokens or whatever. Just trying to like I'm just trying to get my foot in the door, kind of learn more because I definitely need to do a little bit more of this once I have some more money to play with. but um, interesting stuff, man.
2: It really is. I think all that cryptos is super safe right now if you don't just unload your savings into it. Yeah. I think if you're smart and you put like 20 to 40% of your like disposable into it and just keep you're it's going to you got you got to ride the waves, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that like every day is going to be up, but I think like all like long-term plays 5 to 10 years out from now like it's going to be a main part of society for the
1: world. And, it's freaking. Mm-hmm. It's it's always backed by math, or you know, yeah. it's backed backed by exactly. whatever math it's being mined or whatever. You know, the yep. prime numbers. And the more
2: shady shit governments pull, and yeah, the more dumb
1: decisions they make. It. It's like it, it is what it is. Because I mean, like you're gonna we're gonna need it at some point, especially with how technology is going, it's gonna be necessary. Yep. It'll it'll stop inflation. Yeah, because our no it won't because money will always inflate but like crypto can't inflate eventually it'll it'll plateau and then we'll know what its market value is
2: yeah yeah and that's a good point
1: because like, yeah, who and knows i mean like dude bitcoin's market value could honestly be like 30k <laughs> it could and it's just like on this it, it's just being pumped right now
2: yeah oh it's the, ult- it's the ultimate pump and dump right now oh, for yeah. sure I, I mean my my guess is Irony will kick in and is like around sixty. It's gonna get to sixty nine before it, it dips because people are oh, yeah. memes about this thing. Um, but no, I no, I that's why uh, that's why today I just decided like well not today but like this past week where after our deleted pod from last week of like I I no longer trust the stock market. I understand that that like that has to exist in some capacity, but like sure fuck that.
0: Know.
2: Like I've just been like hardcore. I think there's a two to three year window with with. We've talked about this before with trading cards. I mean, I'm more sports heavy than like Pokemon heavy or new, these new Marvel cards that came out Mm -hmm. that came out in 1990, didn't come out like yesterday. But everyone's buying the Marvel ones up because they're sending them to get graded, and there's only like 10 of each one that's been a PSA 10 so far. So, like, there's like no population on them, and like nobody has these things. The sealed boxes of these Marvel cards are going for like five grand right now. Um, It's like, and the individual cards are going for like 10 bucks. So, I'm like, dude, there's a huge market, like, like, it's all about the market. Efficiency, right there. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, don't buy a sealed box. Just buy the fucking cards that look good. Send them in. Get PSA eights and nines. And I, whoever's basically is the first one to get these cards back is going to start setting the market price. Of, yeah. And it's like the only one I saw on eBay was a PSA nine Thanos, and it was asking fifteen hundred dollars. The raw Thanos Thanoses are actually going for like twenty bucks. So I'm like, eh, we got we got some weird stuff going on right now. Um, but like. Marvel's not going anywhere for the next decade. They're just going to keep pumping movies out. Like, they're just going to keep bringing, like, the biggest, like, movie stars of the time. And um, I just think, like, I just think this is a weird time right now where a lot of people, like, we are hitting finally, like, the internet is finally, like, fully, like, coming into, like, focus now of, oh, shit, this is actually what you can do with internet and, like, data and information in real time. Yeah. Um, there's money to be made. And then there's also, like, again, like we talk about TikTok and those, like, 20 year old millionaires selling houses and renting them and stuff. Like, you can see people doing that. Before it was just these stories and, like, they would get manipulated and, like, the narratives would change and basically they'd come out negative spins, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's all positive because you're getting it from the source and they're showing you pretty much everything. And I just think that there's, a again, like we talk about generation wise, like, not all millennials are the same, not all Gen Zers are the same. What's the current gen? What are they calling them? Gen Z. Is that like the, like the or like the the youngest one? I think like so. Eighteen year old and younger, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Z's, yeah.
3: I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's Z's.
2: Yeah. Um, they all suck, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah. It. Because are, Peter, are you technically a Gen Zer. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It's the gen it's the people like, that younger though
1: than Pete. You know.
2: Yeah. Exactly, they're all just on TikTok making fun of us all for like liking Harry Potter and eating avocado toast and drinking too much
1: wine. For being <laughs> over the age of twenty-three.
2: Yeah, I I only like do one of those things. I I not a big wine guy or a uh, avocado guy, but <laughs> get off get off my get off my know. back about Harry Potter. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, well, like we would have been more regular. Uh, again, Craig let us down, so we had to fire Craig. True, um, but uh, I think next we'll try to come back, come back with another next one next week, and uh, hopefully, are there any more drops coming out, Pete, this week, song wise? No,
0: no,
3: Th- there won't be for a couple, few weeks. Okay, Um are still getting so pumped like early, out though. Early March.
1: they're being made, mixed, produced.
3: Yep.
2: So. again, I we that was probably what like three weeks ago that you are over here, and you probably played about eight or ten songs, and the the ones that came out for Valentine's Day over the, this past weekend. Uh
1: aren't even the are like
2: the ones that were in the middle. They're like in the middle. That's my personal opinion. Um but like there's there's some straight fire coming soon from from Monger Man himself, but uh so, Um Ian, we can't see you in Pepsi commercials anymore. Uh, yeah, sad. Everybody go new,
1: stream or not stream. Go watch the YouTube video. Um
3: How many views does the YouTube it's video? over have? a
1: million cuz I'm 90% sure I get residuals on that too. Cuz I am getting Just get on a loop. Yeah, cuz I'm getting paid for the 60 second version of the commercial and the only place the 60 second play, uh, commercial got played is on the internet, on YouTube. So I don't know if I still get paid anymore, who knows. I don't really ever plan on getting paid anymore, but maybe I will.
2: I think so. Like actors get residual checks all the time for like random movies they're in that get on TV, so.
1: Yeah. Um. So maybe see? they just
2: write you like a hundred bucks at some point point or are like we're good you, yeah. Um, but yeah we'll see but oh, alright well for, for yeah for LA Ian uh, for Mongerman himself they call me Woody catch you next time peace
1: adios and I've
2: been
3: living in a fantasy where it's just you and me but it's a fallacy in reality he said we could be friends we know that's a death
2: Life ain't the same without you
0: It's hard to believe that our ship is sailed And I'm a thousand miles away from a rescue A rescue Because I would hate to Hate you Since I can't replace you So run away girl Life ain't the same